welcome to Ergo. Here, y'all missed it. Dan was in here kicking the bars. One day he gonna do it on air. You gotta match my feet, Dan. You know All the right. deal. All right, but we are here. We're back. This is Ergo, and we are always featuring strong young voices that are shaping our world and our city on eighty-eight point five FM WHPK. Kiss, what's up with you, man? Oh man, about to go jump on a plane. Got some new shoes yesterday. Got a haircut that, as I told you before, can only be described as a below-average haircut. Like, there's no other words for it. It's a mama's boy haircut. But uh, where, where you going? I'm going back to New York, got some work out there, um, see my family, you know, I like, actually, I like how that sounds, like, you gotta go do some work in New York, gotta get on a plane, um, it would be even nicer if someone was paying me to travel, but I'll take what I can get, how about you, where are you headed? Uh, let's not even talk about me, as you are leaving mm -hmm. to go to New York, we have a hometown hip-hopper coming back home from New York, doing work. Make some noise, you and I, Dan, for Ad <laughs> 2. What's up, homie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's a good segue, man. Right? War applause, too. Yeah. You see that? They were, they, were, they were making noise at home for the record. Yeah, I know you can help me. Yeah. You know, the transition was incredible. He's like, hold up. Where you going? He's coming back. I was like, nice. nice we're, we're professional, you know? Yeah. They don't pay us as professionals, but we're professionals. I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, it's good to be here, man. I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time I hear the, hear the show, I'm like, yo, this is good dialogue right there you now, go man. Appreciate yeah it. that's love how you uh how you feeling this morning after man <laughs> i am tired to say the least it was like i got up at about four o'clock i didn't get back in till like maybe two o'hara midway uh midway okay i, 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 I wouldn't dare nah <laughs> if i'd be at o'hara you'd still be yeah, waiting to rough. see me right now <laughs> So you would have to, you know, I'd be like to go into Damon, like stretch, stretch. We can't keep talking. <laughs> Just wait. He's on his way. We'll keep like... the, the introduction is 25 minutes long. <laughs> this yeah. rapper first made his debut. <laughs> the buildup would have been, they'd be like, yo, man, I, I'm done. I don't even know who this rapper is. I can't even wait no more. <laughs> so but, what, were you, what were you doing out in New York? Uh, Man, I was on a promo run for the album. You know, the oh, album just came big out. Stuff, big stuff. Yeah, Pray for the Poor just came out. And um, so it, it's been... A hectic run like we went out and did a bunch of xm radio spots so we did hip-hop nation then we also did tony touch you know toka tuesday um i had an interview with the source then went to fuse tv then we was over with push a t fashion line play clothes for a little minute and it was just anybody in you know in between we was like all right they want to meet with you kai cool oh, come on just let's go so i was catching the train getting lost everywhere <laughs> man Oh, man, that sounds large though. My my question is, what are you doing here with us? If that, <laughs> if that was why not? Nah, why not? We really it. we really appreciate it. Uh, so let's let's talk about uh, mm. the album a little bit. Pray for the poor. Uh, concept. Where, where did that come from? Especially since hip hop, yeah, it's kind of kind of classes, so to speak. Like mm. being poor is kind of whack at, at it from a yeah. rapper standpoint traditionally. So what led you to kind of flip that on his ear and, it's, and have it's, a new concept? It's so funny that you say that because, like you said, being poor is unpopular, but everybody has to, in order for almost to be accepted within the culture, they prefer you to come from there, mm. right? Mm. They don't want your story to be like, oh, I have well-to-do parents and they gave me everything. Like, they want your story to be from the bottom legit. Like, not even Drake when they were saying, oh, he ain't start from the bottom for real, for real. It's like they <laughs> took it, took that a certain way. But... You know, honestly, I think poor is beyond just the economic status. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's what we kind of explore within the album. It's like you start to see what it's like to be within this state, what, to be looked down upon, to be poor in different ways, where it's like, all right, are you just economically poor or are you poor in spirit? 
You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think like that's one of the in one of the interludes it says that's one of the worst things to be. It's to, poor in spirit. Yes, mm -hmm. poor in spirit is the worst you could be because economically. You know what I'm saying? You could be middle class and still have a good childhood, still be fun, still have a great quality life. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have if you're surrounded by good people, you're still rich, right? Mm. If you're happy, you're rich. But you know what I'm saying? If you don't love yourself, if you're poor in spirit, then it's like, yo, what do you have? You could be with millions, you never have to worry about any bills in your life. You could have every car you ever dreamed of, but if you're empty inside, what do you have? So You got an answer for that, Dick? Man, no, that's 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 too deep. I know it's rhetorical, but I thought I'd ask. That's right. In case you had it all figured out. <laughs> He's saying so, they, so, actually, you are at, like, so, like throw the ends so, out so, there. Since you're, you're, you're like talking about the subject and kind of like, uh, I guess, analyzing new elements of of class or just like spirituality, yeah. as as you're saying that most rappers are expected to come from little to nothing or expected to come from poverty. Hip-hop mm -hmm. is like a, a culture that centers the marginalized. Yeah. Why do you think, and this may not be even be something you can answer, mm -hmm. why do you think it's like such the norm for rappers to, to can't curse, to, to ish, to take an S on mm -hmm. uh a dunk on, no, on, on those who on ain't got, dunk? who's not throwing out dollars at the club and like, with <laughs> and, the $3,000 shoes on. Where, oh, yeah. Where do you think that contradiction comes from? That contradiction as a rapper, comes from, you know? in the context of rap, it also stems from our neighborhoods as well, our mentality. Because even though we all are living within the same confines, a lot of the people would still feel like, man, I want you to look up to me. I want you to still True. revere me in some way. So if you don't, you know, regardless, we can stay in the same projects, same building, everything. True. But if I have a car that's flying in yours, or if I have better looking women in, you know, quote unquote, than you, then I'm above you. And it's internalized too. I mean, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, Kanye, I'm so self-conscious. Yeah. You know, like literally that feeling of like internally, I can't go to the store Unless I have a fresh jersey on. Unless you know? I look fresh. And you know what I'm saying? But it's also, it, it, and this is a crucial thing too, um, a lot of the mind state comes from practicality. Like I think in order to understand why people do the things they do, why people spend their money on rims and clothes and things that they necessarily should not be investing in in, in a smart way to get ahead, it's practicality. We're practical people. You know what I'm saying? The main thing that we want is what's going to get us to survive within our daily lives. So it's like, I get these shoes, I'm accepted. I don't have to right. be looked down upon from the other people who I have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. If I get this fly car, they're not going to talk about me. They can't say nothing about me because I'm riding really tight, I'm clean, you can't say nothing to me. But, you know what I'm saying, is that what's best in the long run? Of course not. But it's what makes sense in their world. Right, so like mm -hmm. overcompensating for like a fear of like inferiority, yeah. so to speak, or like your material value, trying to like make that more than just just the shoes. You exactly, know it's bigger than that. <laughs> and exhibit a kind of a what we're talking about. So I saw you perform this past week. You you came on during Robert Glasper's show at the Promontory, which was great. Oh, thank you. And you ripped that set. It was the second set. The first set of the night, his special guest was a. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Robert Kelly himself, R. R. Kelly. Kelly came up. Aura. So, quick, quick so, interview. So open for you, in other words. In, in a strange way. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what time you watched. We could have put that as part of that long intro. Gracing stages with the likes of R. R. Kelly and Robert Glasper. <laughs> um, but so I'm working, just quick side note, so I'm working the door downstairs, checking IDs. Um, if you haven't been to the promontory, you know, come through. I'll check your ID. I'll tell you to go upstairs. It's a really fun time for oh, everybody. Yeah, very good time. Um, very good but all of a sudden, 
uh, and we kind of knew he was coming, but three Bentleys in a row roll up. So he rolled up three Bentleys deep. Uh huh. And the one he's in is a drop top. It's him and three other dudes all looking equally ridiculous, smoking just Jeez. enormous cigars. Like, the, like it looked like the cameraman for the music video had like missed the time, but they just kept on shooting anyway. You know? <laughs> they were going to do it He's regardless. ridiculous, man. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him how you feel, son. Yeah, yeah R. Kelly is crazy, man. Dude, he's been super <laughs> whack for years. Now, I mean, I'm sure you've probably heard some of the story. And, and okay. from your position, you may be a little bit more careful than I am, but of I don't course. care no more. Of course, yeah. I, I met R. Kelly. Can... My dad is cool. Well, not even cool, but like it's cordial yeah, it's with R. Cordial. Kelly. Yeah. But as a kid growing up in Chicago, man, I just hear a story like every other week man somebody you know got an r kelly story outside of the obvious or just him being a wild dude <laughs> in every sense of the I'm world i'm so glad you didn't say <laughs> what the obvious was you know like i'm not even going to that because that's just like yeah, it, it that, disgusts me on yeah. like on a different <laughs> level but but just him as a person he's he's a lunatic like why do you why do you need three bentley's to go to 53rd but you know what you know what though? You know, there, isn't, there isn't even parking there <laughs> i was gonna say yeah there definitely isn't what he had um when they first told me when uh you know, I got the word. They was like, yeah, Robert wants you to come through. First, he said, you got a plus two. And then... You get to add two? Add, there, was, there it is. There it is. There's the pun right yeah. there. Folks, that's been our show. Add two, thank you so much for being Good here. Good night. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and they told me, it was like, yeah, man, you got a plus two. It's cool. Come through. And then within 10 minutes, they said, no, you got a plus one. Kale's got a plus 10. I was like, jeez, 10? <laughs> Kale's took one of your... It's, it's he's always one. taking something from somebody. Taking something. Right? I just, I, so, the, so this is like a, a small anecdote. This is what I hear he does, right? Like, he'll go to like any gym, like a basketball. He'll go to uh, oh, an X-Fitness. He'll go to like Mark... He'll go to any place where there's a basketball court and he'll bring his whole entourage of people to be on his team mm -hmm. and he makes them rebound for him and he stands at half court <laughs> and shoots half court shots the entire game and if he misses they have to get offensive rebounds and pass it back to him this is like wow. a metaphor for his life this is how he well, lives a life for on life. a daily basis this dude is a psycho wow wow <laughs> see oh i can't i can't verify these things you know what i'm saying so oh, no, I'm, I'm the only one don't, don't, exactly. don't have to jump exactly. on this cross these with do not reflect the feelings of from, from too, the south right? side of chicago <laughs> and take a shot I said R. Kelly. How about that? <laughs> You're taking them from half court just like he takes them from half court. Oh he literally God. pulls up from half court. Literally. Like, you know but the Twitter expression? I, I heard. <laughs> oh, super on point today. Oh, my God. On point today. Oh, jeez. Oh. Dame, Dame came to play today. My God. Yes. Oh, man. But yeah, like he was over there. I met him, chopped it up with him. And I think uh, I said a, a quote. While we we was like one of his guys came over and he was talking to us about like we were, it's me him and his homie and we talking and I forgot what it was he was saying like yeah man look Kells man you always reinventing yourself and all this stuff like that and then I was like well he should you know what I'm saying because what I know is if you ain't growing then you dying and then he turned around I've seen his eyes kind of squint like. Yeah, and he said, Yeah, that's deep right there. That's <laughs> oh, real deep. And, and almost like he, he had that look almost like, You should have copywritten that one, brother, because <laughs> I'm about to. Because I'm about to steal it, because that's I'll, another thing. Like, you ain't growing. All right, all right we're going to get <laughs> off the R. I promise I'll get off the R. Kelly rip. That's another critique I have of him is that, like, yeah, you can say that he's always transforming, but he's more of a mimic to me, which is a talent. He's a very talented mimic. Uh -huh. But it feels like sometimes he's just kind of copying what's hot. And, like, you, he, that's how he ends up, like, 45 wearing do rags and stuff. Oh, like, like there's, some, Christ, there's something Dennis inauthentic about it of him trying to make songs with two chains, you know what I'm saying? Coming yeah. from the bald, like, Mr. Lover Lover dude. And yeah. if you look at his discography, 
he's kind of copying the sound that was well, prominent like a I year mean, or two before. If you really want to put it in historical context, except man. for the stepping stuff. That 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 was a new lane that But even that, that no, I mean But even that he's kinda he's on stepping stuff. Yeah, you know, so he's kinda of so, still in the, the culture a little but he's but from Chicago. He's from Chicago. So I can't it. hate on that one. You know, like and but, he's middle aged. That's literally that the demographic That's why I said it. Man, there's not a lot of love for Kells on this show. That being said, if Kelly R. Kelly, if you're listening, we would love to have you up here. Oh, it'll be a fair come on a fair journalistic experience for you. Sits in his chair. So why are you shooting the half court, Kels? This is the question that people want to know. Oh my God, this is great. This is let's, great. let's get back to answer, man. Let's, let's play. Let's play some so of the project. Fun. All right, uh, God, uh, we got a couple joints. Which, which one? Which one you want first, Kels? Let's uh, let's go featuring the wonderful Jamila Woods, who we're gonna have up here in the next few weeks. We're gonna go Young Black Boy. One of the, I guess it's the third track of the project. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Like I believe we'll so. We'll 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 one of them. I don't know. In the meantime, enjoy it here on Ergo. Add to in the building. Yeah. WHBK 88.5. Ergo Radio. Dot com. Yeah. A one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. Yeah. Yeah, born in the ghetto, we tellin' hello to hell Revelin' black decking is known to rebel as well Came from the dirt so I can shovel it well Wear it on my heart like a metal wall of bell Food and liquor stores on the corner Walking by the door, being watched by the owner Tryna buy milk, short by a quarter Hope he let it slide, cause he know we tryna get by Good hood nigga with a conscience Tryna make sense, going through the nonsense Saying sick or swim, tryna stay above the rim And we watch Cal Watson flip the flip Johnsons Playground legends with posts on the block Ask for the rock, still posting the block, and they ask for the rock. How ironic, don't you think? I just want a shot, not talking about a drink. By the drink, part of my candor. Can it be kids like me? Don't see Stanford. Think we big dummies like the son of Fred Sanford. Life full of questions, we just searching for the answers. And all I'm hearing is young black, young black boy, do you young black, young black boy, do you young black, young black boy, do you know where you going? Know where you going? Young black. Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you know where you're going? 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 My brother wasn't thuggin', so damn right, I was scared in the mud. Let's go back, rewind, son. Street lights shine, the moon lights the night, son. Niggas on trees, never seen one climb one. Go against my will, then you might wanna write one. I was on the scene, got my first gun at 13. Scared to pull the trigger, but these niggas, they ain't scared to kill me. Swimming up shit's creek, like a frat when I paddle it. Through the city where they throwing caps like a graduate. Me and my friends running from faith. Death doing his job, he never lay. Yeah, no rush. Take Child. How I love to see your little black smile 
Searching for love in a world that don't care for you. Neglected by all the people who should be there for you. The children to crack, children to rap. Hoop dreams to play that couldn't dribble with that. See, it's bad luck. Reflection doesn't mirror you back. If you forget that we kings, just remember you black. See, that means you great. That means you smart. That means they give you nothing, make it to art. See, we try and live it up as long as the Lord let us. Never live forever, so we trying to live better. Dream chasing until the dreamers start to chase us. Same things that break our spirits somehow make us. To the future fathers, please do me this one favor. Raise your seeds better than they raised us. Play young, black. Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you know where you're going? Know where you're going? Young black. Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you young black? Young black boy, do you know where you're going? Know where you're going? What's up, y'all? It's 88.5 WHPK. This is Ergo, and we are back with the homie Ad 2. Yep, yep. Having a good time. That was Young Black Boy with the homie Jamila Woods. Squad. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Jamila, man. You know what I'm saying? Jamila, my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's super dope. I remember we had, um, how we were working on the project. We were talking about working together for a while, and I kept saying to myself, I got to find the right song. I had to find the right song, because ever since she did... uh. Man, you know what I'm saying? This joint um, with her, it was on the Milo Otis joint, you know what I'm saying? Entire. That was mm, that song. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. And I told her, I used to hit her up and say, man, I played this song for my little cousin. And she, me and my little cousin, like she, she doesn't really talk to everybody like that in the family. But me and her connect on some music stuff. Mm. So when I played her that, I was like, yo, check this out. And she immediately kind of went in this zone and she was like, yeah. I need this. And then I was just, I head up. I was like, I was, I was like, yo, you just help me and my little cousin get closer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, but I, I had wanted to find a perfect song. And it was like another song that we had did that it didn't, uh, I didn't, I never finished it up. But then right after that, you know what I'm saying? I turned around and did this other one. And this one's the one that worked out, man. Young Black Boy was the one that really, really came together. And I, at first, be dead honest with you, before she got on it, I didn't now before they the first mix of it I didn't like it I didn't mm -hmm. like the song because I just did it and I it was like one of those quick songs that I finished up real fast yeah and then I was like yeah it's all right I could do better and well, then next thing you know now what was you about to say yeah no it, uh, it came it came together I mean the whole project feels yeah. crafted like that like it feels like you it's you know been a long time coming yeah and you definitely put the work in I know. Like in the context of the conversations we've been having, you know, every week the idea is it's a strong young voice, and you're definitely like on the, uh, oh. like the the Eve Ewing generation of the older strong young voices. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah it's like the shots. That's what he's doing. Str strong senior voices. It <laughs> but, uh, strong senior voices. <laughs> let's take it all the way back to the mid 20th century. Um, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, where in the city are you from? Uh, I'm from the South Side, man, particularly West Inglewood. So for uh, the listeners who let's let you know how they always say like we need to have a conversation about blank like let's for the people who look like me who are listening like can you actually 
just describe, you know, whether it's snapshots or sights and sounds, like, first off, white folks just don't know where Englewood is. Like, could you just give them geographic you. borders? Well, yeah, because it changes, though, man, like, especially around the area that I am, because it teeters the line. They've changed the name a couple times, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, first it was Englewood, then they wanted to change it to, like, I want to say it was, like, almost like Marquette. Then they wanted to change it up again to calling it something else different because they were getting these historical bungalows in the area. So they wanted to clean it up even better. Mm -hmm. And then that didn't stick. And then so now it's back to being Inglewood again. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, branding. It's exactly. like branding the neighborhood. They, exactly. It's like, hey, does this work? Do you guys go with it? No, no. Okay, cool. So, you know what I'm saying? But um, Inglewood stretches, man. I want to say it may start a little bit past maybe east of state. You know what I'm saying? Around maybe King Drive. And all the way west to about, man, what is it, maybe Damon or something like that. Yeah. So, like you know. From 55th to like 73rd, yeah. 74th, something Yeah, like it's that. right around that little box area. And where I grew up, man, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately, man, there was a lot of hecticness around there. A lot of all my friends, unfortunately, man, just it's for facts. It was just everybody was GDs, particularly outlaws. And me growing up around all this stuff, man, like I seen a lot. A lot growing up, but you know, you don't really know it's a lot until you actually get a chance to look at everybody else and you, you know what I'm saying, you go outside of your box and then you'd be like, oh, word, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody doesn't live like this, man. Right. I didn't exactly. know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then a crucial moment that happened, to be absolutely honest with you, where I had to learn that stuff was um, the police had raided our house mm. when I was younger. I was about in second grade second, third grade, something around that time. And the people across the street from us was doing dirt, right? right. And they was doing heavy dirt. I ain't going to put them <laughs> yeah, up. What are, the, what are their no names? Snitches. No, 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 I ain't one of them. I ain't <laughs> one of them. No I ain't one of them. But they, was doing some, they was doing some things back in the day. But um, so the police, instead of them checking the address the way they were, they just went ahead and said, this is the place, this is the place. And then they kicked down... Both doors they kicked in from the front and from the basement door, and then what time of day was it? Because I know they usually do crazy times of day. Oh yeah, it was like probably about three, four in the morning. Three, four in the morning. So, and it's me, my older brother, my little brother, my cousin, and my parents. And they come in and they guns drawn. They have my parents laid out on the floor and everything like that. My little brother came screaming out. You know what I'm saying? Trying to run for my, trying to run to my parents. And then, you know what I'm saying, my dad went to try to go get him, and they yelling at him. They said, we're going to kill you, all this stuff like that. And my dad was like, you going to shoot me in front of my son? Like, I remember all of this stuff. And our house was messed up. And I was like, man. And it's crazy. The first thing I thought of was, I was like, yo, so are we still going to school today? <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, do I get the day off, man? Like, but uh, that ended up actually, uh, you know, my dad had sued, you know what I'm saying, CPD. Okay. And then, That's what I was going to ask. Did they admit fault? Was there any retribution? Yep. And that what put me in the private school. Oh, okay. That's what's up. What's, so, yeah. so what school, what high school you go to? Nah, like... Uh, this elementary school? You yeah, elementary. I went to this school called Hope Lutheran, and it was on like 65th and Washington. Okay. And then after that, I went to uh, Luther South for high school. Oh, man. I used to play Luther South all the time. Oh, man. Y'all used to win, didn't you I used to give Luther <laughs> South the business. Yeah, see, Ooh, it would get nasty at Luther yeah, South. Yeah, see, I, I, I would, originally, I would have been like, had it been any other player, I'd be like, yeah, I know I tried to film a school, but it's like, nah, man, we used to get yeah. toe off. <laughs> like, it used I definitely to continued me. that legacy. If they was getting oh, toe off, y'all was there, y'all might have got a little bit better, but it, whoo. 
Man. That's what about what about uh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in, in basketball or football. Basketball, basketball. Oh yeah, basketball. For those of you who don't know, Damon is a uh, retired athlete. He hung up he hung up the sneakers, um, but he had he had some glory days. You had that game where you dropped like three hundred and twenty five points in a game. You were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh that was PlayStation actually. I got a little confused. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say that was Luther South actually. <laughs> nah, but I gave him thirty a couple times. That, oh, that, I can that, easily that, see that. That definitely happened. I can easily see that. Hey, go brave. So from Luther so <laughs> nah, much love to Luther South. I actually really like those guys. Yeah. But uh because so, they didn't play defense. That's why you like yeah, 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 made y'all look really good. Yeah. Really good so, on so, take. So kinda of coming from the you know, the Jamila Woods track, the the poet musician two yeah. hats. Uh, we were talking a little bit about that was some of your entry into performing, into writing, into creating. Yeah. So when did that start? Did that start while you were at Luther South in, in high uh, school? Of you getting engaged with like the city's poetry scene? Yeah. Um, or I even before to... that, just starting to write. Like w even if it's not poetry, like how did you start picking up a pen at all? Well, I started rapping, man. Um, I want to say maybe around like the fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Everybody wanted to be a rapper. Yeah. Me and my friends had a, a rap group called. Uh, the, the 65 boys is because we stayed on 65th and so <laughs> go hard exactly but we had turned around and um and then you had to move and so you had to change the, the name, names well, so, licensing issues and all. a couple and plus we had to compete it would have been a problem if y'all was uh four blocks south i know right the 69 boys but then again i'm glad we're not the 69 boys because that name is terrible now right. but <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, but we had, uh, I, I first started around that time. And then as I got older, um, it came back where one of my friends, his name's Jeremy, man, he used to always tell me, he's like, man, we need a freestyle, man, we need a freestyle. And I used to, he used to get on my nerves because he'd be like, man, we're talking to these girls, man, why are you trying to get us a freestyle? We'd be in the lunchroom freestyle, we'd be in the hallway. And he's walking up to the girls like you got bars. You got, you got bars <laughs> right then and there, like all the time. That's what he would be on. And I was his, since me and him was best friends. That's what we used to do. And uh, after a while, people was kept kept telling me, he's like, yo, man, you got a lot of talent in this, though. Like, for real, for real. And I would find myself writing even when I wasn't, you know, what I'm saying having like, all right, it's not going to be cypher time or nothing like that. It was just, yo, I'm just writing it three Three in the morning, my dad used to walk in and he'd be like, he's called me Dracula. He'd be like, man, you still up? Right. Now he'd be like, yeah, man, I'm still writing. And um, it wasn't until my senior year, because I was still just rapping about what I felt my friends wanted me to rap about. You know, stuff that was impressive towards the people who I hung around. And, you know, everybody wasn't on that, you know, trying to do better for the community. I didn't even really know about it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't aware of it. I felt differently than most of my friends did because I did feel a sense of remorse when we used to do crazy stuff, when we used to jump people or if we would, you know what I'm saying, go start something. We, I remember a story, man. We, oh, God. I hate to even admit this. Oh, but, it's too late now. Uh, yeah, once you started, <laughs> you can't unstop it. But I remember we was um, driving down the street. We was driving down Kesey. It was about like 83rd and Kesey. And there was this lady... She was uh, standing outside of her car. I guess she had a hazard on. And we was trying to get around her. And she was like going around and we was trying to. And then she immediately started cussing us out, right? Mm -hmm. Then we, my friend was like, yo, I got something for her. And we turned around. And he's like, hey, what's up? And then she said, what's, she looked up 
And he had a little Debbie brownie and he threw it dead at her and hit right in the face. <laughs> and I remember I, I was, was like, so much, right? I thought you were going to be way worse. Like, we about to end. We about to end. You brought your arms up. Like, it was like, like a, like a submachine no, gun. It was like, nope. It was no, a slow no. motion like uh, Ricky got shot. Oh, man. But the brownie did feel like I watched it in slow motion. I was like, Ricky. oh, my God. This is about to hit this lady. And it was like, she looked like the sweetest lady, too, man. She should have went off on us. Because I remember at that time, we was... Man, we was really bad kids. Like, so I got something for her. a brownie. I got it. He's like, like, yo, give me that, give me that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sprinkles that have nuts in it. Nah, it the just... one with the little, you know, the one with the nuts in it. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, so, no, that's that's dangerous. That's <laughs> impact. What, what, if she's, what if she's allergic too? Like, you have to yep. be really. Yo, careful. but it might be a felony. And then also, can you imagine coming home and then be you like, yo, tell that story, yeah, he be like, then she be like, he be like, her husband probably was like, babe, what happened with your day? She was like, first my car stopped, then some boys hit me with a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> a brownie, you know what I'm saying? So it was stuff like that, but we did far worse stuff than that. That was this one that popped up in my head where I was like, "Dang, I felt I felt bad about that." Other stuff, I didn't really care. I mean, <laughs> when we was like other cats our age, I didn't care for them. It was just like, "Yo, it's whatever." But that lady, I was like, "Dang, man, we really did that to her, man. I'm sorry." So, so how do you take those, you know, uh, wild kind of, you know, youthful experiences, and then you yeah. know, rapping in the hallways to actually going to an open mic and going like to formally into artistic spaces yeah um i had started going to this spot on 63rd and aberdeen called the house of culture and the first time out i remember trying to do one of my raps and they all looked at me with the stale face <laughs> oh no the stale face no hand claps no snaps no, snaps, <laughs> no nothing and then they then one dude tapped me on the shoulder and said hey little man you got to come better than that oh, wow. and then right then and there i was like i'm, I'm very competitive Mm -hmm. So once somebody say that, I'm like, all right, I got you. That's and, the uh, that's the open mic equivalent of getting hit with a brownie, I believe. Oh, yeah. It's karma. <laughs> there it is. You know what I'm saying? And so it, uh, immediately I was like, instead of me backing out, I turned around and said, I'll be back next week. Came back that next week and I, I had something else that I felt like they would feel a little bit more. And I seen the reaction and they was going crazy. They was talking about rewind. Like oh, they stopped me doing the version and everything. <laughs> and I was like, yup. Yep, I got bit by the bug ever since then. And so I went from rapping with my friends and going to different schools and people calling up my mom's phone and being like, yeah, hi, Miss Daines, how you doing? And then came speak to Andre, and then they put me on the phone like, yeah, dude, I got somebody on the line from Corliss who can beat you or whatever it is. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, Corliss. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was stuff like that. So then I was in a formal situation where it was like, yo, these people, this is direct feedback. And if you, you could look at the faces and tell if somebody's feeling what you're doing or they not and they ain't gonna fake it yeah ain't nothing realer than an acapella no no mm -hmm. microphone no mm -hmm. beat or maybe even a beat but right most of the time face to face open mic because then you really get to gauge like a reaction and you can control the audience in a different way oh yeah have that freedom a little bit yeah how did that kind of affect how you started like parlaying into the studio because uh i think that changes how you um interact as far as just uh how you execute you know, because some people, they're strictly studio people. They're strictly, but it was like, yo, that helps your performance so much because your delivery changes. You know how to, you know what I'm saying, like, you basically learn how to control your vocal inflections. You learn how to really, really, really drive the, the, the I want to say, drive your vocals to the point where people feel it. Because that's what you're really there for. Like, you could say your poem and it could be dope. 
But if you ain't got no feeling behind it, that's most of the battle right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you make the people feel your emotions, then you can take them where you want to. And that's where I started learning. I was like, oh, delivery. This is the most important part. My words are great. That's cool. But if that delivery ain't on point, you might as well cut it off. Yeah, and then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then the next stop is like learning how to do that beyond like going from being my delivery on a microphone and doing that to being like, how do I craft a song that does that? How do I use different music elements yeah. to do that? But before all of that, like, how are you literally finding out about these spaces to go into? Like, how is word getting to you that like there's an open mic over here on Tuesday that I can go to? It was uh, from <laughs> was just with them yesterday. Uh, my mentors. I have, I was privileged enough to have uh, this guy. He had just graduated from Fisk, man. His name is Cal Dixon. And his partner, Corey Smallwood, you know, like both of them guys, they were about, they were in their mid-20s. And they were, one guy was teaching at my school. Mm. And he used to see me in the hallways. And he was like, yo, man, you got some talent, man. You could actually do something with it. And I was like, well, I don't know nothing about it. But he took the time out. He would... I remember he handed me the little brother CD. Man, it's funny they did it. He sent me, he gave me the listening, and then he would hand me books. He's like, "Yo, check this out." And then he, I asked him. I was like, "Yo, I think I'm ready to perform. Where's some places I can go to?" He wrote down a list of places, mm. and then he said, "Yo, try these places out. That's and see what beautiful. happens." And to that's this great. day, that's that's one of the guys who I, I've always kept in touch with. And I, when I went to, when they moved out to New York, I would always crash at their spot. And we was just talking yesterday. It was like, man, I can't believe how far we've watched this whole thing come. Have you, as you're saying, like the kind of look back on it, have, have you been able to find the words to like be grateful or adequately thank somebody for imparting such like, man. that's wisdom or that's 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 more than, that's invaluable. That's, that that's, that's life-saving. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's literally life-saving. Like I told them this yesterday. I said, I don't know where I would be had I not crossed paths with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and I know you try to pay it forward too now. I mean, you were telling me about working as a mentor in schools now and doing that yeah. kind of work. Is it, like, does that feel like maybe a more full way to basically say thank you? <laughs> it is, because they said at the end of the day, the only thing they asked for me, they said, we never wanted you to take us anywhere. We never wanted you to, you know, like, hey, man, take us to this type of show. We need front row tickets. They never said any of that. They said... The phrase they always say to me, which what I say to my kids now, is like, <clears throat> is each one teach one, don't break the chain. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were doing. It was like, yo, somebody did it for them. So we're going to do it for you. And when you get the chance to, do it for somebody else. So I had immediately, there's like, I got, man, several kids who I mentor personally on top of the students that I, you know what I'm saying, mentor. Like when I go speak at different places, I get a couple of them who be like, man, can you just teach me how to do this? Can you teach me, you know what I'm saying, how I can execute something or how I can be somebody? Oh, like, so you also, like, occupy the role of teaching artists as well. Yeah. Oh, that's super dope. Yeah. On that note, let's uh, let's hear another track. This is the, the, the lead single featuring the incredible Rhapsody, who we'll talk about uh, in a little bit. But here is Stop, Play, Rewind. <clears throat> and this is WHBK Airgo Radio 88.5, and we're here with Ad 2. Much love. Yeah, I'm bringing yeah. back. Yo, what's your name? Yeah, 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 y
I come straight from the go. What? And this verse is what? like a welcome man. I put you on the flow. What? I can fill the world what? up twice with all the things that you don't know. Yo, what? do you give them what? receipts for every time you sell your soul? Yo, please don't get offended by the questions that I ask. See through my competition, so I shatter them like glass. Have a seat inside my chambers. I hope you don't mind the gas. Death is just a test. It's only right I let them pass away. Cooking food for thought, the similes I make. What? I be cooking food for thought like Tariq when he need a plate. What? And this food is from what? the soul. This is some high stakes. And this takes us out like Daylight Pasta Noose and David Macy. Oh, yo, watch I drop it like a maiden name. Don't put me on the track. Your legs ain't fit to run that race. And I'm feeling like a mover. I will put you in your place. One time for Sunny Chiba, two times for Geechee Sway. Yeah, stop. What you doing now? What you doing now? What you doing now? In your pockets, pipe or pedal it. Rock, 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 rock it. All you rappers out your element. What? Earth, wind, and fire. Kwame Linka Willa. Earth, wind, and fire. Maurice Verdi, Philip. Homie, you could call the cops. Hot just like a boiling pot. Watch the people transform when we roll out like the Autobots. Wouldn't wanna be y'all. Yeah, we gotta leave y'all. Fans stay down like a fat man on the seesaw. All these rappers sick, then I guess I'd be the antidote. You don't have the ammo, homie. What the hell you planning for? I do just what I want. Plus, everything you Girl, your face alright, but da 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 I'm a fan, spit that heat when I'm on that beat Watch your step, better watch your feet Get about my seat, get about my reach Get about my lead, cause I'm about to teach When it wild out, cause I find out I'm a beast Throw a towel out, better bad down Cause you see, cause it's mine out Put a sign out when you foul out Call time out, tick-tick-tick-tick-tick Should be flying off the racks. They ain't give interest before, so I just go up on the tax. Small percentage of who could rap the way I rap, yeah. Numbers don't lie, and that's the number one fact there. Riley Curry, the game, I'm not amused by your questionnaires. My blessings way up there, aiming for a two-peat. Ask me for a feature, every beat will get a two-piece. Like riding shotgun, mm-hmm, that's a two-piece. Double entendre, queen of these streets. Every rewind, you'll find a new piece. Brand, brand new piece, uh. Queen rap, if they asking what my name is. It ain't Ember, start with M, I got them dangling by the anklets. Marlena with the fam call me, cause Rhapsody about famous. But you could call me sister, cause we ain't gotta be strangers. The world might be messed up, but I ain't gonna let it change me. Add two from Jamila, add two, that's two you just can't hang with. Play! Bring it back now, stop. What you doing what now? You play. Doing what now? we doing now? We won, we won. Bring it back now, stop. What you doing what now? Play. What we doing now? We won, we won. Bring it back now, stop. What you doing now? Play. What we doing what now? We won, we won. Bring it back now, stop. What you doing now? Add two featuring Rhapsody 
off of the new project Pray for the Poor. We have him here on the studio, in the studio, on air go. Um, we were talking right before we went to the song about a couple of folks who served kind of as or as formal mentors for you. Mm. Um, but beyond, you know, actual like people you knew in school, who were the artists in the city that you were kind of looking to as, uh, you know, a blueprint or an example or just like, you know, the generation up, the big names that you kept looking to? Yeah, um, there's several. There's several. Of course, the person who ended up being my mentor after a few years, man, Common. Common was one of the people who I really looked up to highly. That was the first person I called, actually called up to this very station when I was younger. I was, um, he came out with the light. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying I've seen it on the on the, the box, but they weren't playing it like that on GCI or you know what I'm saying I think it was like Power 106 that we had back in the day. And this might even be like in between the Power 106 Power 92 days when there was only GCI. Which yeah, it was about. it was GCI and it was like it was either Power yeah. 106 or it was something 95. It was like it was they moved the station, and you know what I'm saying I remember calling up. WHBK because my homie told me he's like yo man they play the real stuff over there though and I was like alright cool I got the number I was listening in I forgot what show it was either it was like sometime midday during the afternoon <laughs> and I called him up and I was like hey man can y'all play Calm in the Light and he was like nah we don't have that man and I was oh, like dang. are you serious <laughs> so, they just didn't have it yet because I personally have the 12 inch and uh-huh. we are not djs on hbk so i can officially say <laughs> they have it we, we have, have it, it. we have it but now i also we... have it in this whole computer right here <laughs> we're taking <laughs> requests mp3 or vinyl which one do you want so yeah I'm, I'm glad we're kind of getting to like your upbringing as, as a chicago rapper because you know your first project came out around 05 so this yeah. is this is coincidentally or maybe not the year mm-hmm. college dropout came out yeah. right so yeah and Crazy enough as well, man. We had got an invitation. Jeez, I'm telling you these stories. <laughs> Let's we go back. A, we were, because, uh, you know, I got word. People were always telling me, like, yo, you know, Common graduated from Luther South. And I was like, really? Yeah, was right from over there. And then I, they, he sent us an invitation to go to this thing that was going to be at the uh, Harold Washington Cultural Center. And so nobody else went. None, like, they sent the invitation to the whole school. Mm. And I'm, like, the only one who went. And I had my big... Big stat, my rhyme book that I brought mm-hmm. with me. I don't know why I brought my rhyme book. I came there so early that they thought I was a part of the help. <laughs> I got there and they was like, hey man, go get some of these t shirts. <laughs> I go get the t shirts. <laughs> like, bet. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm get them all right. I'm just like, I'm, I didn't know what was going on. And like, at worst, at best, I meet common. At worst, I get a free t shirt. Like, what's the worst? Exactly. Thing? That's what type I of boss is this, though? Like, that don't know that you don't that doesn't know. Like, I'm, and I don't even look like I'm volunteering or nothing. And so he just told me, like, hey, man, go get those shirts out there. You know what I'm saying? Go bring that box in. And I do. And then next thing you know, I'm in this room and out comes Common and in comes Kanye. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind at this moment. And Common, he probably doesn't remember this. He was like, yo, man. He looked at the rhyme. He's like, that's all you? And I was like, yeah, man. He said, yo, yeah, come check this out. And then Kanye was like, yo, that's real right there. That's real right there. And then the guy realized. I like the invitation. Oh, yeah. I was looking like, this is good. But then the guy who who told me to go in there to bring the boxes in there, he was like, hey, you're not supposed to be back here. And he kicked me out. So I run back out, you know what I'm saying, go back to where the stage is at, where they, where all the other students had finally started lining up at. And if you ever watch MTV Diary, 
It's that episode where he walks out on stage and everybody rushes the stage. Oh, I know that. And yeah. somewhere off in the distance, I'm in the back chilling. And that's what one of those moments where I got confirmation. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I could do what they do. I that's just crazy. met them. You know what I'm saying? So So coming from 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 there to here, like a lot has changed. Like one, just hip hop in itself, like yeah. with the whole blog era and like how, how have you adapted to that? But then even specifically as a, like a Chicago rapper and what that means now, like with us being the hotbed or everybody loving Chicago now. Back mm-hmm. then, like before Twister and Kanye, we kind of had common, but it was almost like the you can't make it if you're from Chicago. Yeah, mentality, he left. You I know, mean, he, he left and went to Philly and New York, and you know that was a big that was a big part of his his, his stories yeah. that I had to leave to Chicago yeah, to become a rapper. Yeah. Um, so how how is it how is that from your perspective um, having the longevity to to see that? change in in both lanes if, if if that's too big of a question you could just start with the chicago piece now like um i was one of the first rappers around that time who was really getting on that blog stuff beforehand okay. like i used to write for hip-hop dx i was one of the first chicago rappers on two dope boys because i used to work with them back in the day and so i knew them when they first left hip-hop dx and started two dope boys and so they were sponsoring my tapes and stuff like that oh, because of the friendship and I was one of the first ones who was on OK Player as well. Like, it was a lot of stuff that was I was on the cusp of ahead of time. But then, I was going to say, they are wildin'. But <laughs> if you hear this in the background, if y'all do hear random noise, I'm just going to explain it. Cats is wild in the other room. All right, just let it be known. So It's, uh, like, it's like R. Kelly in the studio right now. That's the one we got to this. That's, that's the headline for the record. That's what it is. It's going to be at you. Got beat slash by, by association. We start beats every week. Last week, we had the artist, Mr. Christina Milian, this week. Oh, my goodness. This week, you and Kale's going to be next to each other. The media takeout was gonna be like a little split screen. Exactly. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst. It of was times the radio. best of times. <laughs> oh my god. So, but now, um, yeah, Chicago has changed a lot. Like we watched, you know. And then first when we started, when when the blog raps kind of got in, there was a generational thing going mm-hmm. on, man. Where mm-hmm. some of the guys who originally came up through, you know, the sub T open mics and stuff like that, they didn't they didn't really care for the people who was getting on through the internet. They were like, you guys didn't pay your dues the same way. And I was thinking to myself like. Well, our dudes is just a little different than y'all's. We were still out here, but y'all just wasn't looking at us like that. But they didn't feel like if we didn't come in through their gatekeepers, then it was like, you didn't, you're not official. And plenty of them used to tell me that. They was like, until I met you, we didn't like you. It, just, <laughs> it wasn't the fact that you weren't nice or nothing. It was just like, yo, we didn't like the fact that you were... On the internet. You were on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like you were, super old now. You were, I know, right? That sounds so crazy. You're on the internet. That's a bad thing. It's like... Now, if you're not on the internet, you know what I'm saying? Not even on the net. Why are we calling it the internet? The I'm world sorry. wide web. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, man. Like, all that stuff like that was was really going on. And Chicago has went through so many different phases sonically, you know what I'm saying? Economically. We went through so many different vibes, so many styles. Like, I remember when samples was like, the soul samples was heavy. Oh then that went out, and then people were on, you know what I'm saying, more darker, grind, you know, grimy sounding beats. Then it was more so about your fashion at one point. It was like we went through a lot of different phases. And now I think we're in this progressive age where, which is one thing I'm proud about. And now I used to, when I used to talk to, in the early days, Vic and Chance, you know what I'm saying, and, and Saba and cats like that. When I used to talk to them, I was like, yo, man, don't be afraid of doing you. And I was like, keep doing what y'all doing. Blend all these genres together. Go ahead. Like, you don't have to be trapped to just one thing like we used to be. Like, we used to kind of be like, kind of, kind of 
pigeonholed to this one thing where it was like, yo, you got to carry the torch of hip hop and quote unquote true hip hop. Boom bap. Exactly. And this is the land of common and nothing else. Exactly. <laughs> like if you're not doing this, then you're not real. And then when in reality, it's like, yo, make what's in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so glad that all of them are doing that, that they blending jazz and fusion and, you know what I'm saying, and, and some Latin influences. They taking hip-hop, they taking trap, they taking whatever and put it all together because that's what it's supposed to be. And that's how the city's made, too. I mean, yeah. the city has all those things, so if you're representing here, that's like a more it's full... A good representation it's a honest reflection you know what i'm saying like I, I would hate for people to get to chicago and you know the same way i wouldn't want them to think it's 100 percent drill the same way i wouldn't want them to think it's 100 percent soul yeah. you know what i'm saying i want them to say like yo it's a lot going on because it that's exactly what it is it's a lot going on here so you but you think that kid that you were with the notebook like the for lack of a better term like the the internet rap nerd thing yeah do you think that that still exists here like, is, hmm. is it, is it cool? Is it just unequivocally cool now or is it past cool? Like, is there still that kid with the notebook, like running there early? Do you still see that when you do shows or whatever? They, they exist, but they just, I don't feel like they had their moment where the hero has shined to make it popular again. Like it wasn't, it was popular for a little bit. Like when Kanye was, was first coming out. But he wasn't as super lyrical as that. And then we were waiting for one of those champions. We were waiting for Lupe. one of those champions. And Lupe came out. Right. And that was, for all of us who was constantly like printing off lyrics off of A to Z, whatever it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, for us, that was it. So they just, I feel like they just haven't had that representation because... You know, lyricism, unfortunately, is not championed the way it was beforehand. And you so, have different versions of it. I mean, you can't say that... I, I mean, I wouldn't say that the folks that you named who have come up and have bubbled from here are not, like, super-duper lyrical. Like, I would say what Chance and Vic and Mick Jenkins and Sab and mm -hmm. Nona do is that, but it's a different it's a different kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a... The subject matter is a little bit more expanded, I think. Yeah, and I think they, they're not just limited towards what I guess would be the traditional sense of lyricism, where it's almost just, like, rapidly rap. Like, they just, like, they... They'll take it still, it'll still be lyrical, but it's also really about the context of the song, too. Yeah. You know All what I'm right. saying? The vibe of the song, the feeling. And so it's not just like, yo, I'm going to bombard you with similes and metaphors right. and stuff like that. Punch it's like, line, punch line, punch exactly. Line. It's not just punchlines. Like, I'm going to weave them in there, but I'm also going to get what the song is about. That's right. the most important thing. A little bit more cohesive, maybe, even yeah. from how you explain it. I, I have a question, kind of piggyback off like the young kids growing up we've had a lot of artists come up here and it's been unfortunate it's been something i've been wanting to get to uh i want to ask a little bit more about your process or mm. different ways that you approach creating so like for that young kid that is out with the notebook and is still trying yeah. to figure it out or is not quite confident um i'm sure there's a bunch of ways i'm sure there's some things you kind of like just have in your head i'm sure mm -hmm. sometimes you uh you know, you just write down on the page, and or how how is your process? Do you do you write in the studio? Do you do you yeah. collaborate with producers and make beats on the spot? Some of your favorite joints, specifically, let's say off the project. I'm okay. gonna go over the whole career, uh, but as an OG, you know I that mean. is now seasoned. How, how do you go about mm. uh, approaching your work? Um, the thing that I would say is, man, um, I started finding my comfort zone, my process, which was all right. 
how do you how do you write best? And then after you look at figure out how you write best, then you turn around and write differently. You know what I'm saying? So I went from being like in like one of those at home type of people to being in the studio. And the one thing that I will say to to kids who's rapping and who's writing, write every day. Okay. Write every day. Like even if you just write two bars, even if you just write a line or an idea or full blown song, like write every single day like it couldn't there, there hasn't been a day that passed that i haven't write like i wrote like two bars or i write a 16 or i write a full song or i write an idea i have to write something because it keeps my mind in there like my dad he asked me this morning man he was like man how do you like he picking me up from the airport he's like he was listening to the cd he's like how do you write this stuff and i was like i'm just so used to it this is what my mind this is this is like going 30 for me is you know what i'm saying it's like right. yo i'm this is my norm and Everything is not going to be great. And and the point of it not being great is, you know what I'm saying, other people don't hear it. But you also have to make the mistake all the way. Somebody told me, uh, it's like, you know what deep. I'm saying, don't halfway do it. Don't be frustrated and be like, oh, man, it's not good, so I'm going to ball it up and nobody ever going to see it. But keep it. You never know. Sometimes you need it. Like, sometimes, man, like, I got a bunch of terrible rhymes that nobody will ever see, <laughs> ever hear. But God knows, like, I needed that because I get it out of my system. I'm going to find something. Maybe through that mistake, I'm going to find a good idea as opposed to that doubt when you be like, man, this is bad, so I'm going to harp on myself about it. Instead, you be like, uh, it's whatever. Today wasn't a good day. Keep moving. So we're going to hear... I believe probably some of the good ones in a couple minutes. Sure. Um, but first, we're going to go to our weekly segment. Dame, you want to introduce yeah, it? Yeah, you actually uh, segue into it perfectly as you were kind of, you know, kicking game to, to, to the youngins out here. School of the so, youth. <laughs> school of the youth. So exactly what you was doing was school, school of the youth. So we have this segment, and it's pretty much my favorite thing we do every week, and it's called Let Me School You Youngin. Okay. So what we do actually is... The name and you just oh, wow. Yeah, okay, we, there we let, go. Let Me School You Youngin, and we, we go to the craze a little bit. And play an old school joint. Uh, a lot of them are like the ones we kind of heard growing up, okay. uh, but we may not know the name or who it was. So we kind of put people on the spot to see if you know. So I have hey, confidence listen. in you as um, a relatively new OG. Uh, we'll in, see. In, in OG, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll see. Okay, so. a nog. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see uh, if you. So you, it's two possibilities. Either we are schooling you. And all of the listeners out there, or you can school the people, the South Side, the world, all of those listening Man, on eighty-eight point five. Oh, I hope all it's like listen online. R &B, you give me some R and B joints. I it's gonna be R and B, old school R and B. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think we're going back to nineteen seventy-two, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, so let me school you, youngin. See if you know it. Let's see what you got at too.
That's my favorite part of the show. Damon, you all like uh, the vocals are fire. Listening to the podcast, you like pretty much always bring it in how to let me school you, but with like a really like soulful, like down for me. You can't just say it lightly. So so people, people, I I think we are about ready to school you. Add to you know who that was and what the name of the song was. Yes, it's Bill Withers, use me. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. So uh you have now been entered to qualify. To win a bottle of water? No, uh, you got the bottle of water already. That's complimentary. There we go. But you also uh, qualify to win a dinner to Church's Chicken with Sade. Hey, okay. So whatever, you know, so we're going to enter you in, and then there's like a a 1% chance that you might might get a a breast with uh, Sade. Hey, 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 I'll take that. I take that. (laughs) I take that. Hey, if my wife listening, I'm sorry. I'm about to take it if Sade gives it. She has to understand that one. You got to give me a pass for that one. At least for the collab. Come on, for the collab. Gotta do for the it. next project. You got to do it for the game. You know, you just got to do it for the game. <laughs> but uh, before we get out of here, um, I want to give this man the opportunity to spit some bars. Sure, why not? Why not? Have some fun. And some uh, fun. we'll do it over an instrumental I've been listening to a lot this week. Um, it's off of one of those tapes that uh, Kanye put out before college dropout. It is called Heartbeat. Um, and uh, let's have some fun with it. Let's get it. Yup, yup, one, two, one, two, yeah. There it go. There it go. Uh, uh, okay. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, uh, add two. Yo. My flow is like several different levels of hell With seven different devils with sharp shovels in hand To sever your head, my skill will still kill at will It's real tight, it's still your will Like Vivian, Uncle Phil, I'm fat, I feel like I'm feel like, like Phil Collins, I'm damn near here I can feel it in the air, got my own holiday Kill a stupid little rapper day Celebrate it every year, every month, every day Anyhow, but anyway, get a beat and get up in it Sitting in my circle, you can't stand it Cause you ain't up in it Guess my name is Simon now the way these cats is mimicking it in the minute that I enter, center, 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 swimming. Skip the nonsense, a mosh pit of dual face. Come crush the buildings, Godzilla dudes. Wait, ring, ding, ding, the alarm, cause I'm coming. Sworn they from Africa, I fast these dudes running. No need to put the gun in. I'ma kick his ass like a pig skin, and I'm the white boy punting. Don't place your face in the place it won't look. Souls coming straight for your head like your face was George Bush, duh. Yeah, cause little homie just stopped. Cause if your body don't drop, 
then your body gon' drop. And I don't quit there, no, so I don't stop. Watch the bodies hit the floor like a party fit to start. You can't fade me or phase me, I'm Hades. Like, you so, you don't pay with his ladies, night. You lady, like, add two to one, you lady, like, I make it look easy. You hate me, right? Well, I hate me too. See me making it fast. I'm grabbing the cash and the stash while I'm making the dash. You hate no ad, it's making you mad. We used to blame the broke chick you stayed with that probably carried your ass. <laughs> Add <laughs> two with the fire, man. That was hey, crazy. Hey. G, the ladies' night live went hey. too hard. Bro. Hey. Man, hey. that's love. We really appreciate hey. you coming out, rocking Thank the y'all mic, for having me, sitting man. down and talking to us. And you had the perfect like self censorship there for the FCC. Ah, yes. Ah, shout out damn, to you, no. FCC. No, no, shout out to the FCC. We don't <laughs> shout you out, but hey, we looked out for you. You always. But thank you so much uh, for being up here, and uh, for those of y'all listening uh, at home. I mean, you wouldn't be in the studio. So listening live <laughs> listening or on the podcast. Or in the next room. Um, just so y'all know, we will not be up here next week. Uh, I am headed to New York. Dame is headed overseas. Uh, it's going nice. to be crazy. Safe travel to Shout you. Shout out guys. to big sis Christiana Cologne. I'm going to go see the premiere of her play Octagon out in London for my birthday. So hey. that's love. Add two, where can they find you though? That's what's important. Oh, indeed, man. You can hit me up on Twitter or up on Instagram. Add to the MC. That's A D D, the number two, T H E M C. I don't spell it like T H A, it's T H E. All right. Add to the MC. You can find me on add2music.com and, um, yeah, just don't hit me up with nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. We don't want no problems. And check us out at Ergo Radio on Twitter and ergoradio.com. And that was it, man. Much love, man. Appreciate hey, you coming hey, out. Thank y'all for having me, man. Absolutely. Take care, y'all. See you in two weeks. 88.5. Much love.